Practical Prepping Podcast. We're helping everyday people become prepared for whatever emergencies come our way. Where gear is good, but knowledge is better, because the more you know, the less you have to carry. We're your hosts, Mark and Krista Lawley. Well, good evening. It's good to have you with us tonight. Krista's out of the studio tonight. She has another commitment, but I'll be with you, and she'll be back on Monday as well. Now, we're going to talk about something tonight that is often overlooked in prepping, and that is gathering intelligence, gathering intel. It's so important that we keep an eye on what's going on in our area, keep an eye on what's going on in the world. We're looking around now and we're seeing inflation. We're seeing many things that have inflated their prices over a hundred percent in the last six months. Wood has increased in price a hundred and sixty eight percent, and that's the latest numbers that I've heard on that. And we begin to see prices rising in the grocery stores, and that should give us an idea that we need to be stocking up a little bit more. Because as Krista says, all we're doing is buying ahead. We're not buying food that's not going to be used. We're just buying it in advance, and hopefully we're buying it at a lower price. Now tonight we're going to talk about three sources of intel. One is open source intel, or OSINT, O-S-I-N-T open source intel. Another is cyber intel, C-Y-B-I-N-T, Cybent. And the third one is human intel or Humint. Now, let's talk a little bit about open source intel. See, these are some things that anybody can access. You could even relate this to newspaper, radio, websites, whatever. But one of the things that I do and that I would encourage you to do is look at alternative news sites. I look at four or five different news sites every day, and it's not always the same ones, but I gain information, especially if I'm looking at an overseas, another country's reporting on a particular subject, and I get a different view And I take all of these different sources that I look at in these alternative news sites, and I get a broader-based view of what's going on. Now, there's some other things that we can use. In addition to foreign news, we can look at reports and articles from many sources. And we just look at something other than the network news services. Each news service has its own slant. And I look at a number of U.S. broadcast networks, and I get a different view from each one. In addition to that, you can look at social media. A lot of times you can find out what's going on in your area when you're looking at social media. This comes in really handy when there's some unrest in your area, when there's some rioting going on. A lot of that stuff gets posted on local social media. So you can get an idea of what's going on on there. Now, there's a couple that are pretty good. Facebook, if you're picking up people's posts of what they're seeing, you can often get a totally different view of what the news is saying. I remember in some of the riots, the news was saying these were mostly peaceful, but what was being posted on Facebook was buildings being burned and people being beaten. So you get a different view. It's almost like a reporter on the scene, and sometimes you just have to ignore what they're saying on there, but you get a view of what's going on. 
Another thing that you can look at, and I'm not involved in this one. This is not one that I know anything about really other than what some other folks have told me, and that's TikTok videos that are being posted like those Facebook videos that are being posted from the folks that are on the scene, the bystanders. Sometimes it's those that are involved, but those videos will give you a closer look, as well as Twitter. Twitter is a good place to get a snapshot of what's going on and what people are seeing. So if you're watching videos posted of a current event, it's a good place to get that open source intel. It does show what's happening. Now, open source intel can be divided into six different categories of information flow. One is the media. We've talked about newspaper, magazines, radio, television. Sometimes the magazine articles will give you background information on various things, and you can pick up details that you may not pick up on broadcast, on radio, or television. Another is the Internet. Now, you have to be careful with this, uh, but you can look at online publications. You can look at blogs. You can look at different discussion groups. This is user-created content, and you can see it on places like YouTube and other social media, and it's a place to pick up what's going on. Now, don't believe all the memes that come along. Don't believe all the rumors, but take it and put it all in one pot and see what you can pick out about what's actually going on. Now, another place that we can pick up information, and this is not necessarily on the current event of what's going on, but some of the public government data. You can go back and look at government reports. You can look at hearings. You can look at press conferences. You can look at speeches. And you can look and see what a candidate or a politician's view really is. Keeping in mind, you have to take some of it with a grain of salt. A lot of times politicians will tell you what they think you want to hear in order to vote for them. But a lot of times you can get their underlying beliefs of where they want things to go. You can also look at professional and academic publications, things like journals, symposia, academic papers, Even sometimes dissertations and theses can give you detailed information by people who have done a lot of research. You can also look at commercial data, commercial imagery, financial assessments. One great use of open source intel, and we use it quite often, not really realizing what it is, but commercial weather. We can look at the national weather stations. We can look at the National Weather Service. In the States, we have the Weather Channel. We have several others, Weather Nation. And we can pick up intel with that. Think about it for a minute. Don't you want to have about a week or so notice that the hurricane's coming to where you are? It's a good thing to be watching those weather and to even be looking at satellite photos. One thing I did when we moved into this area was to look for water sources. I looked at satellite images, and I zeroed in on those and found, located, and marked those water sources that we might be able to use in a serious situation. All right, let's go to cyber intel, cybent. 
properly formed cyber intelligence is born out of analysis. And what we're really doing is taking all of this information that we have gathered and we're analyzing that data. This is happening in this country. That's happening in that country. What is playing into this? What does all of this data that I have collected in front of me mean? Now, some folks do this crunching this data, making computer modeling, and that's what the National Weather Service does. They take all of their data. We have added a way for our listeners who would like to support the podcast to do so. We love our coffee, so you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash practicalprep and buy us a cup of coffee. That's buymeacoffee.com slash practicalprep. Now, the military does this with modeling as well. They put all the data in. If this army has this many folks and this much resources and this army has this and this much resources, what happens if those two armies collide? What if we change this parameter? What if we change that parameter? It's a good point for us to be looking at that data and extrapolating the things that could happen according to that data. Now, another thing that we see in cyber intel, and this is not one that we recommend, and that is government or corporate computer hacking. Now, that's done on a daily basis. There are people trying to hack into corporations. They're trying to steal data. They're trying to shortcut the research and development process, or they're trying to hack into government computers, and that'll get you in trouble. But if we're looking at a grid-down situation and we have computer capability, which is not impossible, then that might be something that would be going on with the folks that have that capability. Now, here's one that can become a lot of fun at times, and that's human intel, HUMINT. Now, what we're looking for here is ground truth. What's really going on? We need an eyes on the situation, and the best example that I can come up with this is the National Weather Service using helm radio operators and storm spotters. The National Weather Service cannot tell if a tornado is on the ground many times. Now, if it's a large tornado, has a debris ball, they know it's picking that debris up from somewhere, and it has to be on the ground. But on F0, EF0, EF1, EF2, a lot of times they cannot see whether that rotation goes all the way to the ground or not. And they're depending on ham radio, they're depending on storm spotters, they're depending on reports from the public, and at least in the United States, uh, look up your National Weather Service emergency reporting line. Each one will have a different, each station will have a different number. And if you see a funnel cloud, if you see that it's touching the ground, call and report this information to the National Weather Service. Now, don't put yourself in jeopardy to make that phone call. They want that report, even if it's hours old, because they can take that report and they can go back and look at what the radar data was showing at that particular time, and your report whether it was on the ground, whether it was a rotating funnel cloud, whether it was a wall cloud, whatever it is, they can take, they, they want that info. 
and they can go back and correlate that with what the radar was showing at that time, and they get a lot better idea of what was actually going on. And it may not have helped for that particular day, but it helps them in their research for future weather forecasting. Another thing that you can do with ground truth is personal recon. Here again, we don't want to be putting ourselves in a serious, dangerous situation, but you may be getting some reports of something and you may want to get close enough to get your eyes on it. This is something that will really become important in a grid down situation. You may want to get to a location where you can see what's going on. If we're looking at some type of government operation, you may want to get to where you can see what the assets are that they have at the airport. How much troop movement is going by? How much equipment is being moved on trains through the area? But that personal recon. And you can also get information directly from friends, family, listening to ham radio operators. But you must separate fact from rumor. And sometimes that's hard to do. Now, when you get things passed on, uh, this is, I told somebody the other day, I don't believe anything I hear and only about half of what I see. And that's not a bad policy to have when it comes to getting information from other people. Check it out. See if it holds up. We have added a way for our listeners who would like to support the podcast to do so. We love our coffee, so you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash practicalprep and buy us a cup of coffee. That's buymeacoffee.com slash practicalprep. Now, another thing is rumor or scuttlebutt. You might be in line at the grocery store or you might be in a gas station you might overhear a conversation that's going on. You might find that there's a tidbit of information that helps you in what you're hearing. You might hear a manager in the store say, well, prices are going up 10% next week. That tells you I can save 10% if I purchase this week. And so all we're doing there is stocking up ahead. And you might find that at distribution sites, You might find it anywhere where other people are around. Now, in a grid-down situation, a severe disaster, some type of thing that we wind up going to another location to get food distribution, ice, water, any of those type necessities, you might listen to what's being talked about with the folks in line. And you might just need to play along. Sometimes you might be able to share good information that they could use, but you can often pick up good information there as well. Intelligence is something that we need to put into play all the time. This goes along with situational awareness. All we're doing is being aware of the intelligence that we can collect. I encourage you to go to some different news sites than what you're accustomed to doing. Look up alternative websites, look up alternative news sites, and you'll find quite a few there. And just check some of those out. See what you find. I've got one that I check regularly that gives me a lot of what's going on around the world. Not necessarily in my country, but it gives me a lot of information of what's going on around the world. I take that information, I make note of it. 
and I see if that fits together with some other information that I might have. And it just helps us to put together a clearer picture. I hope you've picked up some little tidbit tonight from this podcast, and I hope that it's something that might be able to help you in the future. And on Monday, Krista and I will be discussing assessing our personal threats to the dangers around us. So we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the podcast today. And please leave us a five-star review. That helps more people be able to hear this podcast. Share it with your friends and family. You can reach us on Facebook at Practical Prepping. Email at info at practicalprepping.info. And our website is practicalprepping.info. And as always, remember, stuff happens. Stay prepared.